Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey friends, have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we may still struggle in our intimate relationships? My husband and I have a great relationship, but we are not relationship coaches. And we know that yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational support from a relationship specialist. If you're going through some kind of challenge right now in your relationships, my friend Jason Gaddis at the Relationship School can help. Jason's team will pair you up with a skilled relationship coach And within 48 hours, you'll be getting private one-on-one support on whatever you're going through relationally. And right now, for my listeners only, Jason is offering half off one month of relationship coaching. Head over to relationshipschool.com slash Laura to get the deal and watch your relationships improve. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A where you all ask the question and we answer with glee. I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Kristen Williams. Hey, Laura. Hey, everybody. I love how your voice went up like a little octave. The glee. I know. <laughs> Wee glee. All right. I'm going to launch right in here. This is um, from Jaja Yoga. Tips for confidence. I'm the only lit teacher in the studio. For example, student leaving during class. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, phew. okay. So this is going to happen to anyone. Um, and it could be in yoga, it could be you're teaching another fitness thing, it could be that you're presenting, you know, there's there's going to be someone in the room who um, leaves or doesn't appear to like it or whatever. So first of all, a person leaving during class, never assume that they're leaving because of you. What I always say is, I don't know. They, it might be me. It might not. It might be that they, you know, aren't feeling great. They've had a hard day. They're feeling emotional and they need to leave. It might mean they have a sick kid at home. I don't know. So number one, don't assume because you just don't know. The second thing is um, you can't, it's the hardest thing to say and the hardest thing to implement, which is you can't take it personally. Like not everybody's going to like what you're offering. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, think of being a person who goes to door to door, poor things like, How many people are slamming it in their face? Like, even if they're selling something amazing, and I'm sure they don't take it personally. They realize, like, this is not right for this person. So I think what you have to do is, A, be true to you. Be really, really true to you. And being true to you will help you be clearer. And the people that want to take from you and become your students, be educated by you, will find you. And and, and that will be, like, they're going to be loyal because you are who you are. And that might mean that in being who you are, it, it's not you that somebody might not like. It's that they aren't used to what you're offering. And it might make them feel not good about themselves. It might, it all, it's, you know, what? it's what I tell my daughter all the time. It isn't about you. 
it's a it's about that person and we just don't know what they're going through and we don't know what they prefer or like and and we might not be offering what they like and that's okay and that's a hard thing to swallow especially if you like to be liked by everybody it's just not going to happen or or you know if you feel really passionate like i obviously feel super passionate about this but i know i just know from experience a lot of people love it and then there's going to be people who are like i prefer something slow moving or this or that or and i'm just i i'm not going to be able to talk them into it because they have their they have their opinions and they have the right to have that yeah you know we talk about this a lot on our sequencing lab calls we have this thing with with our lit teachers and every month we get together and we meet and uh we just talk about these issues and this is not uncommon and i'll be the first person to say i mean i've only taught in a lit studio i've only taught on like lit daily lit prime and i will feel that way someone who i know they've been coming to my class consistently for years and i'll see them leave and i'll be like did i do something wrong What's wrong with this flow? Is it me? And then I'm like, I have to tell myself, Kristen, <laughs> get a grip. If absolutely, I have bad days. I have been in classes with teachers I love, and I'm just having a moment where it's like, I might be emotional. I might be distressed, whatever it is. My stomach might hurt or what, and I just need to leave and I quietly, you know, exit. So I, I love that the first thing you've said is don't assume. And, and, and then also, yeah, you really, I think this, the thing about lit is we're different and we're putting ourselves out there as yoga and we're so much more than that. And and so if someone is coming to your class in a studio that teaches traditional yoga, they're expecting what they've been getting and you're giving them something totally different perhaps. So know that even if they leave, you could have planted a seed because th that's what happens. You see people, wow, I tried that. I really didn't like it. But then a month goes by, a month, we, years go by and something happens and they think back to, you know, what she was saying about triple S, what she was saying about neutral pelvis, what she was saying about strength versus showmanship. It's going to sink in. There's a good chance it will. Um, be, so, I, I, you know, what you said right there, be true to yourself. One of our teachers, Nora, who we absolutely love out in, and she lives in France, you know, she has been someone who just said, I'm going to teach it. I'm going to teach it lit. I'm going to, she likes it fast and hard, meaning she likes it plyometric. She likes it jam packed with full of stuff. And she did not change that. She did not modify. And she watched her classes start from like, People come, people leave, people, it was like a revolving door, but then it has grown over time because she's passionate about it. She believes in it and she found her people who are looking for that too. Uh, so it is such, I'm such a people pleaser. I get it. That, that feeling of, oh, is it me? Did I do something wrong? And I've grown a lot just through teaching yoga, to be quite fair, you know, that not everybody's going to like me not everybody's gonna like my style not everybody's gonna like this method mm -hmm. but i love it and therefore i do think my joy comes through in my teaching i have fun we have fun and um that goes a long way too oh i think and that's the whole thing is like really be true to yourself because that is what is going to be infectious and um you know lovely for the people who who really become dedicated to you 
And yeah, so, you know, some things you can do, especially if you're in a studio and you're not sure, you can always ask the person, like, I, if you feel comfortable doing that, like, I saw that you leave, is there, it left, is there anything that, you know, um, wasn't feeling right for you? Just let me know. That offers up, like, I'm not being a busybody, but I, I'm here if you want to discuss something. Because somebody might say, you know, I just wasn't getting what, you know, or this was really fast for me. And that's when you can have kind of like conversations like, well, this might be a better class time for you or something like that. If you feel comfortable, by no means do you have to. I'm just giving you some ideas of if you want to explore that. Um, because that also is is shows your humility, like recognizing like, I don't know why you left. I just want to know if it was anything in the class that you have questions about or weren't or it, it you know wasn't working for you. Will you please let me me know? Um, that alone can make somebody like be like, oh, because people, by the way, that person leaving isn't probably aware that you're watching. Like, it's like nobody, we, um, to be seen is really a big deal. And so like, I, you know, you could, uh, you could use that as an opportunity for opening up a conversation as well, if you feel comfortable. But the take home is be true to you. I love that. All right. Another one of our lit teachers, Lacey, she sent in an email or a DM actually to our um, our new podcast uh, IG follow account. redefining yoga redefining podcast. yoga yes podcast so she says um, first of all she said I had so much fun watching the podcast on YouTube today it helps helps me so much to see it so let me point out that we do record these and they are on YouTube so if you are like many people myself included who's very visual and you want to watch because a lot of times Laura and I are demonstrating things with our hands. Check us out on YouTube, Lit Yoga Method. You can find us there. So, okay, little PSA done. All right, she says, I have a student, I have a question about a new student who tripped and broke her femur in the summer. She's in her 60s and had gotten both hips replaced maybe two years before she fell. She's been doing PT for a while and we just started doing privates once a week. I have a general idea of what to do from level two training and Google. but would love to, any tips or advice. She's not as tight as I assume she would be, but her glutes are super weak. She also has some pretty intense scars from her most recent hip surgery and redo of her hip replacement. So let me just start by saying, it sounds like this woman has been through it. And, you know, I've had a lot of, I've worked with a lot of um, people immediately after joint replacement, long time reha- rehab in um, the outpatient setting, long time after. And there is a gross deficit in how much we are able to get people's strength back in a rehab setting. So, and there's also a scary amount of people who don't go to very much rehab. It's these interesting, these orthopedic surgeons, not all of them, but uh, you know, a good majority of them, they're like, my work is done here. They send you for one month of PT. And then it's like, oh, she can walk without a walker. Great. And there is this lack of awareness that after you have had a hip replacement, you know, anterior, posterior approach, both, we have to not only consider the weakness immediate post-op, but also pre-op, like Mm -hmm. how weak you got leading up to what led you to that surgery. Most people, by the time they have their hip replaced, have lost so much mobility within the joint they can no longer ab or adduct that's bringing a leg away or away from the body out to the side or across they can no longer flex and extend through full range of motion 
And like we talked about last week, we had a question about glutes and activating through, you know, them through the full range. A muscle, in order to be strong, needs to activate through a full eccentric and concentric uh, range of motion or, or muscle length. That is That has been gone for most of these people for months, if not years. Then they go in, have this massive surgery, which PS is like carpentry, where in some instances they cut through the lateral hip musculature. In other instances, they're stretching it to come in anteriorly. There is post-op swelling. There is um, just a, a lot of scar tissue that further impedes this strengthening. So now you've got this woman who's had a hip replacement, her hip redone, I'm guessing from the femur oh, fracture, but I'm yeah. not confident. So she's had a lot of stuff. So I would really expect Lacey for her to be at, I mean, she's in a hole that you need to dig help, help her dig herself out of. And so I don't care if you're seeing her three times a week, like she would be coming to therapy. That's still not enough. Um, it really boils down to these people doing the work, um, kind of going back to the squeezing of the glutes, but simply isometrics. My my husband had his hip replaced. It's almost exactly, it'll be a, exactly a year ago here coming up in a few weeks. And one of the greatest things that helped him was he would just be in the car moving around. I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm just uncomfortable. And I said, why? He just started doing like heel diggers where he would contract his hamstring. He would squeeze his glute, like try to extend the hip into the chair. He would bring his hand to the outside and push into his hand while he was driving. And that was a game changer for him because why he sits all day at his job and then he gets in the car to go drive somewhere. So I'm like, this is a perfect time to do it because you're not on your computer. You're just sitting there listening to a book on tape or whatever. So he would do his isometrics in the car. And he truly believes of everything he was doing in PT, he's back, we're getting on the elliptical. He's like, those isometrics helped me the most because it just got the, the muscles contracting. It's, it's that rewiring. So really, I would have her do stuff outside of what you're doing. Everything you're going to do in the reset, which if you're, if you're fluent in lit, that's what we do at the beginning of class, where we warm up the hips greatly. Everything you're going to do in any type of stability work in quadruped, um, in a goddess, any type of frontal plane motion side to side, all of that's going to be wonderful for her. But what you can get her doing in those off hours just to help her get these muscles firing again, because I'm sure they are lazy as can be and they never got the proper rehabilitation. Um and here we are, you know, a, a fluke and she falls and does even more stuff. You know, she, she's really, she's in a hole and mm -hmm. it's going to take her a while to climb out of that. Um, Laura, what else do you have to add to that? Not much, sister. I think you covered it. I would just, I think the reset is perfect for somebody like this. And just that a lot of tactile cues, because when you get scar tissue, you also not only is there some underlying, like it can actually get adhered to the skin, but can it adhere to the fascia? There's receptors in there that get cut as well. So just that communication is, to like what you said, there's a huge deficit there. So um, if she hasn't been doing like scar mobilization, doing that, putting her hands on her glutes so that she's got, the reason why you do that is because your brain pays attention. Like, you know, when you hit your elbow and then you start like rubbing something or rub it all of a sudden it pays attention to sensation or tactile cues. So 
we need more queuing down there. And so um, all the things you said, you know, getting getting range of motion, active range of motion, getting strength, um, getting core strength, probably getting her upright. I have a feeling she's probably lacking some hip extension. Um, people with double hip replacements and who haven't been that was super active are pitched a little forward and it's very hard then to get their glutes. So you could work just on trying to get her posture in a better alignment to have them perform well. So yeah, that's great though that you're helping her and I, I will have to report back on that. All right. All great right. question. You got another one? We do. We have um, one from one of our lit uh, practitioners. We know Michelle. We met her at our Chicago workshop um, this past year. Michelle Ray, she wrote in and um, first of all, she says she loves the podcast, newer searchability on lityoga.com. So it helps to find interest, uh, topics of interest. So if you didn't know that, you can just, um, there's a, a, a search bar or, a, you know, like a browse and just type in a keyword and it'll boop, give you right what you need. And so she's talking about your conversation with uh, yin yoga teacher, Callie Durga, who said yin yoga is more like a long time marriage. She wonders, Michelle wonders, what a what would a lit class yin style look like? How would the conversation of the body feel in lit? Maybe blissful. We have bliss classes, but bliss feels focused on a restorative aspect of movement. So maybe you could start off with that one, Laura, since you had the interview with Callie. Yeah. Um, so yin is uh, like I, I'm, I'm trying to remember that exact quote and I, that's you brought that up. So yin is like a long term marriage, which I'm not sure if that's a good long term marriage or not. Um, but let me address how we are how we are also getting into the same things that yin purports to do in in our classes. So there's the nervous system is it's wiring, right? So you can come into the world completely without any environmental impact yet and you can be a little bit rewired a certain way. That's called nature, right? So that's like how the you know, what you might have inherited and all that. Then there's the life, life in the environment. And that has a in, probably an even bigger impact on you. And so we, people that would go to a yen class, I think the reason they're going is they want to have their nervous system kind of dialed down, downregulate. You know, this is supposed to be good for stress, anxiety, and all those things. But that's one way of doing it. There's many other ways of doing it. Like you can do deep breathing to downregulate, but you could also scream primally in the woods, which and downregulate because you're releasing stress that is that is gathered. So you can go for a run and people can say, I've never felt better after a run. It's like I just cleared everything. And you can, that downregulates, not the practice of running, but the aftermath. So if the goal is to feel more balanced in your internal environment, there are many approaches. And yin for some might do that. And for some, it might do the opposite. They get there, they're doing these long holds and they might feel their stress go way up. So 
I guess the answer is, if you're wanting the idea of this kind of slow endurance of a marriage, maybe that's what she was saying, that gives you some kind of release and helps you balance your nervous system, then I would say doing a slower moving class period is going to do that. Just giving you a little bit more attention and time and poses, monitoring your breathing. Uh, so bliss, we have a bliss class and, and it is restorative in that way. It's really, it is movement. It's just, we're not holding something for five minutes um, like they would in yin. But it is really delicious because it's like taking our blueprint and our blueprint, by the way, is rewiring our nervous system too. Because rewiring our nervous system is not just about being slow and breathing and hoping you're going to be calm. It's actually creating the calm in the ecosystem, which has to do with how your muscles fire, how you breathe, how you're standing, how you're moving. That all is the brain-body intersection. So I would say the answer is we don't really have a yin-like, you know, because we're not trying to mimic anything else. We're just trying to do, offer different ways of regulating one's nervous system. Because for people who are really not feeling, who are feeling the opposite, who are feeling really lethargic, really unmotivated, maybe even depressed, um, they might need a lot of like fire and energy to, to remind them like, oh yeah, I can actually feel energetic. I don't have to stay in this state of, you know, a more depressed, low energy state. So I think we have a lot on our menu you can choose from. And what I would dare say is 15 minutes of a lit class of any kind is going to rebalance your nervous system to some degree. So I think it's more about the dosage, <laughs> regular dosage. It doesn't have to be an hour class. It doesn't have to be a fast moving class. It certainly could be. You know, I know for my daughter who doesn't listen to this podcast, podcast so kind of reveal like, she has more anxiety. She's in college. She's just, you know, a high performer. And she was telling, she's doing my class daily. Like she just goes on there and she usually has 20 or 30 minutes and she picks something and she's like, this is helping me so much. And it's not that there's other things that also wouldn't help her. It's just part of the whole menu. I think that's probably, I hope I answered the question. No, I think you did. And I will say my daughter does the same thing. She's the same type of personality. She just, whenever she just needs to pop on, she'll do one of my, you know, my, yeah. again, they're, yeah. they pick yeah. us because, because they, mother, they feel like they're moving the with us thing. too. Yeah. Yes. And so they did like a 25 minute class and she's just like, oh, just, you know, to help deregulate. I'm a person I know a yin class would elevate my, my stress level. I will say we do have some teachers who I think teach from a much slower perspective. Megan Spears, who's on our platform, mm -hmm. has some gentle yoga mm -hmm. that are, I mean, the tone of her voice. It's very slow, very breath focused. Um, even very calming. Yep. some that are, mm -hmm. there's meditation at the end. So she'll do like a 10 minute meditation at the end. So kind of getting of the best of both worlds, even though meditation and yin are not the same thing. It's just that that same idea for people who might want that that slower, calmer, but I, you know, I am just like you, Laura. I, I, I'm a, I go for a run. I clear my mind. That's what I need way more than whenever I try to slow. And that's just my personality. You know, yeah. something like a yin where I'm holding something, all of a sudden my mind's just, 
<laughs> you know, it starts right. to go. And right. I'm not comfortable. Right. So um, I think that it really does all boil down to the nervous system. And, you know, what do you need? And I think that's what's nice about Lit is we do have a wide variety. I think even some of Brendan's classes, you know, he mm-hmm. has that slower pay, you know, some of his more intermediate to beginner level um, stuff that's just, you know, if you want something zippy zippy, you do some of my advanced, you do Tegan, you do some Alara stuff, If you know, if, if you really want to be thinking and moving and lose yourself that way. Um, but if if you're truly looking for, I think, more of a yin style, we've got stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's more teacher yeah. preference. Yeah. Um, and just know, Michelle, because I know you're already bought in and to the lit experience, but you are refining your nervous system because that's just your nervous system is inherently connected to your body and the breath and the blood, all the physiology. And so we, you're doing that. And, um, but I love this question. So thank you. So thank many you great questions. So um, yeah, great questions. As always, write us. You can write us at support at lityoga.com and just email us. You can always say you want it to be anonymous. If you're like scared about like having us call you out, that's you absolutely can be anonymous. Um, or yep. you can re- find us on Instagram. You can find Laura and I. You can DM us directly at laura.hyman or me at kbwilliams99. You can also DM our uh, Redefining Yoga podcast um, Instagram as well. And those will be sent to us and we will get to them so yeah follow the redefining yoga podcast on instagram please rate and subscribe and share with friends because uh this means a lot to us we love our community and we're so grateful for you and as as always always, we're pulling pulling for for you